Welcome everyone to another episode of Ascend and Transcend. I'm Coach Elizabeth and today's guest is Holly Hughes. She's an intuitive healer, an award-winning author, and a public speaker. What makes her so special is that she infuses her unique personal style, intuitive gifts, and healing stories to guide clients through a step-by-step process to help them claim their voice, passions, and self-worth. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. If you guys can't see her eyes, oh. your eyes are just so stunning. Oh my and God. I married a guy so with sweet. pretty blue eyes, but your eyes like have this whole other vibration, energy, life oh, to them. It's amazing. Yay. I love that. Thank, well, thank you, God. Already I'm like feeling nice and good vibes. I was <laughs> vibing high before we got on. And I just know that today's conversation is going to be a really good one because we were chatting before we started recording about how there are a lot of people who are utilizing gifts that they have. Maybe they're they're calling it their gut feelings or their internal intuition, but they're also reaching out to resources like you. And it's really played a major part in a lot of people's professional successes. It's funny, I was talking with my husband the other day, and I won't name the person that he had heard this about, but there was this guy who came up to him at a trade show and was talking about how he just sold his company for like $30 million. And my husband asked, well, how did you know, like, when was the right time to sell? And he leaned in and he goes, don't tell anybody, but my astrologer told me. (laughs) And I was like, there you go. Like everybody, everybody who thinks that people don't have this support team of coaches and intuitive, you know, resources, things like that, you're fooling yourself. So many of these incredibly successful and wealthy business people rely on these external resources, which can be really helpful, right, Holly? 100%. I think especially like with what I do when I'm helping people specifically through career transitions is they know something's not working, but they don't trust their own gut. They're not trusting what they know is not really going on. And they're looking for a validation and maybe a little guidance, or sometimes like I've worked in horrible places before I did this full time, and you are kind of being gaslit at work, right? So people get used to putting up with certain things. And so they just get muddled and they lose themselves. And when you like Mm. reconnect with your purpose, what you want to do, career, whatever, and you get the support for that, then you're like, Oh, yeah, I could totally move forward. I actually work with a lot of people who are sports celebrities. Yeah. Oh, I bet. What are some of the questions they want answers to or what they want guidance on? Is it really time to go? I'm not feeling Mm. that this is right anymore. You know, on all levels on coaching in front of house and back of house. It's like a lot of politics that as a fan, you don't know about, but it's kind of interesting. Just like when I worked in film and television for 18 years, you know, there's all these things that are happening behind the scenes that are very different than what you know. Oh my God. I love that. You're going to have to give us the down and dirty of like, who else does that? Obviously not names, but like, I love hearing about these people in in certain professions, right? And people are more open to it, I think, than they advertise, right? Or that they make visible. But I would love for us to kind of talk about a, a couple of things today. First, how people can become a little bit more in tune with their innate gifts. I think everybody has the ability, right? I think some people, it might be dialed up quite a bit. So there's Mm -hmm. more, there's less static in between, you know, you and maybe your guides or your soul, whatever the 75% non-physical energy that I believe is a part of you out there that's always sending us messages. And then the second part I'd like to talk about is 
when somebody should really look at, you know, doing a reading or hiring an intuitive healer or a specialist to kind of help them with some of these big life decisions. So can we first talk about ways that people can get more clear signals from, if you call it like their intuition, and then also ways that might be numbing that out might be kind of creating, casting a shadow so that they're not able to really tune in. Yeah, these are good questions. So my people are telling me to talk about anxiety with you. So a lot of people are suffering from anxiety. It's because they're not in alignment with who and what they are. And so they're going against what they know is right, or maybe what they're comfortable with. Now, anxiety um, comes in many forms, right? So for me, like I have a client who's quite intuitive, and she likes to come to me for uh, reassurance a lot of times. And now I'm helping coach her through what she has. And I like to explain, when you're having a clear message, there's no anxiety attached to it, because I receive messages from the other side that's only love, light and support. I don't do any dark. I don't trust people who claim shadow work because so many open doors and don't know how to close them. That doesn't mean that you're not dealing with darker things or things in your past, whatever, but this is different. So if you're having anxiety about something, something's amiss at the circle K, right? Mm. And you might have to take some time to quiet. These are not ways you quiet. You do not hide in being busy. You do not hide in saying yes to everybody else. You do not hide with food. You do not hide with alcohol. You do not hide with excessive exercising, right? Mm. Those are all ways that people kind of numb to what they need to do. Actually talk about that sort of stuff in my book. So it's real, not perfect. How to become your happy, authentic self. And it really dials into, are you being the you your family needs? Are you being the you your friends think you are? Or is there some part of you that's other? That's maybe a little Mm. bit of all of that, but not. Are there unresolved things in your past? And then what words do you use to define yourself? How do you protect who you actually are? Boundaries, saying no, things like that. And that's like all part of dealing with anxiety and tuning into what is yours and what is not. Yeah. I I think you really nailed it too. This people have really mastered the art of distraction. Mm -hmm. And all of those things, all of those ways that you can numb and distract yourself from the messages that are coming. It's it's really interesting. I am a a huge advocate for meditation. It's something that is a deal breaker with my clients. If they're not open to meditation on some form, we can't work together because I do feel like that is how you get the answers, right? That's the portal. Those are the messages coming through. And I always, I always ask them what, what's the resistance towards being quiet and listening, you know, cause if we are, if we always have a drink in our hand or if we're always, you know, on social media, we're always doing something else. We're intentionally cutting off that connection from our intuitive side and these messages that are trying to come through. So how would you suggest people kind of find that space, right? I know we can say, just stop doing these things, but I have to assume that you have some deeper insights on maybe how to kind of baby step our way into creating that space so that we can receive the messages. Yeah, I love, I liked what you're saying about meditation because it's part of like what I do in every session is a guided meditation mm-hmm. for specifically for that person. So for me, it really comes down to if you have a monkey brain, which I call myself, I was A plus personality. Now I'm like A minus. I'm really driven. I go forward, but there are sometimes you just need to get yeah. quiet. Almost every single person will tell you to go outside, right? Like, I always say meditation, it means you have to turn off your phone. Yeah. 
And so either gardening, getting your hands in the dirt, going for a walk, whatever. But I also like to say that doesn't always work because I have clients who, while they're walking, their brain is going in circles and they're spinning and they're like, I can't meditate. Like my brain goes everywhere. You can do anything for 30 seconds. You can literally start for 30 seconds. If you need guided stuff, I really like starting meditations with sound healing incorporated into it. I really like binaural sounds. I personally respond very well to theta waves. Yes. Right? Very deep, very deep. But my other thing is like, this is also meditating, hitting a golf ball, singular focus, one breath at a time. You can go to the range, you can do yoga, which also might be harder for other people to imagine, but it could start so much more simply. It could be cooking, if you're one of those people who loves to cook, if you need to be moving while you do it. So as long as you're singularly focused, you could start with 30 seconds. And it's okay if your brain goes everywhere, then you become aware of what you're running from, I think. Do you think it could be helpful, Holly, for people to do a session with an intuitive to kind of like jumpstart it? Is there such a thing? Is there a way to start getting some insights? And maybe you feel like, what's coming through is really resonating for you. And therefore, then you're more likely to follow these recommendations and then keep it going. Yeah, I think that's the magic that happens in the room. Like typically with me, a session's an hour and about 35 to 40 minutes is a conversation. And I'm tuning in and I start explaining what I know you're stuck on or what you're there Mm -hmm. for type of thing. And then I always like to say the body tells me things the mind doesn't. So when we move to the table, and I kind of literally move my hands around the person, I will feel where they're stuck and and not stuck. And people have all sorts of reactions. Like I will tell them well, when they're going to start to sweat. I tell them where their twitches are. I know where they have scars. I have actually found cancer in several patients, wow. which is just insane. And then after like we close that meditation up because they're not in charge and they surrender to the process. Yeah. When they open their eyes, they're like, I don't understand what just happened, but I'm different now. And I'm like, that's meditation and you can do that. I really believe there are so many people out there with intuitive gifts and coaching gifts. Mm-hmm. And we're out there because we want to empower our clients. Right. There are many people who are like, no, you need only me to do that. And I would steer away from people yeah. like that. Like, right. That's not someone with the best intention. At right. Heart. And I think there's a difference between people who want to create some sort of enabled codependent relationship and people who genuinely do really, they don't want to become a crutch. Like you don't want somebody to come to you every single time they have a decision to be made. Right. And like me, I do four months with my clients and then they're like, but what after that? I'm like, well, then you're like, then we haven't done a great job. If we're continuing, you know, there's one thing to like continuing to expand your goals and work forward. Mm -hmm. But I agree. I don't think whether it's a therapist or anything, I don't think it's ever really good to forge a bit of a codependent relationship where somebody can end up just kind of being a crutch. Do you have red flags for that? I've because I've run across a lot of people where I'm like, why did you give them $5,000? What, what are you doing? Like, what is that about? Right. And like, what are you getting? But, but there's something about, and I've encountered someone who did this to me too. They, you get vulnerable, yeah. right? Let's say you go to a retreat, you get vulnerable. Then they take your vulnerability and use it against right. you. If you are coming up against people like that, they're not your people. Right. Really like, I want you to come, let's work through an issue. And then at some other point in your life, if you 
if it comes back up or I call it a tune up. Sometimes people come like every four months. I call it, they get zapped. We go into it and you move on. It's really a support, but you don't quote me. Right. But it's the same thing as like how great you feel after a massage. Like, I think that that's okay. Mm. I feel like that is a way to have self-care and pampering yourself. I mean, I would take an intuitive uh, healing session over an hour long massage or a 90 minute massage. I don't at the best massage place any day of the week. You know, like I think it's just people have different preferences and different needs. But you're right, there is there's going to be a line of people who think that they can fix it, you know, or help you with it. And I think that it's better to empower yourself to tune into your gifts. And to your point, maybe if a meditation works really well, and you feel incredible afterwards, find out if there's a recording of that, you know, or ask to be I've, I've done sessions with intuitive healers, one was this beautiful harpist. And she was just, you know, writing the song as as the healer was um, doing some Reiki and stuff. And she recorded it for me. And it's wonderful. And now I'm able to listen to that playback when I'm having a hard time, or when I need a deeper meditation. And it's incredible. So, you know, ask for what you need. That is so connected to angel energy, that one, because when you talk about it, I just feel it. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to find her name and tag it in this because she's incredible. Yeah. Harp music is always, and classical music is always a wonderful like gateway. So then everybody to start kind of cultivating their intuitive nudges and the messages coming through first off is getting still. Do you think that it's okay for them to ask questions before getting still? And do you feel like people can receive answers from themselves? No. Okay. I I think it, it depends. I, I've, I think it would depend on the situation, but I think if you're asking questions and there's an expectation tied to that, mm. right? So I want the answer yeah. to this. That's not the answer I want, right? Because sometimes as a healer, I get to say things and people get irritated, but that's yeah. okay. I can take you being irritated, but if you're looking for an honesty, right? Because that's my button. I like honesty is that sometimes what we hear or what the answer is, isn't really what's going on. Like I'll give you an example. Like this summer has been, I think for many people, um, I'll call it a restructuring. So I have goals, plans, things, but they're not turning out the way I thought. That doesn't mean that they're not happening, but they're happening utterly different than Mm -hmm. I thought or utterly different than I'd been working towards. And for me, that's like a level up in energy. That means you're going to a bit like a higher energy vibration. So what you knew isn't sinking. So then you have to manage that. But if I went to meditate and I was like, right, right. It's not going the way I want. And I have my moments. I am all good for the mood. But I think to really meditate and to receive information is to be open to receive, not have an expectation to receive. It's like any other relationship. If you want your uh, partner to give you a gift, but you don't tell them the gift because if you tell them it means less and you expect them to mind read and then you get mad when you get, you know, something else, you're really setting yourself up for failure. I think what they're telling me to tell your people is really about, I love, I have a thousand little books around me, empty page, no lined paper. I hate writing in lined paper. But so maybe you should notice when an idea pops into your head and don't write it down later, you won't remember it later, right? So that's your little muse. That's a little magic. That's a wink to you and write it down and then just notice how many of those are coming. Like I didn't always have control over all my gifts. They were kind of willy nilly and I'd be out and I'd see dead people and I'd be like, oh, go away. Or I'd, I'd know stuff that I didn't want to know. One time I had a whole conversation with a boyfriend and I answered him and he's like, how'd you know what I was thinking? I was like, what you were saying was awful. Cause I literally heard him and I just didn't have complete control yeah. over it. So 
notice how many times you are getting signals. Mm. And then you can say, I want control over it. I used to get dumped with dreams. And I was like, no, I need to sleep. I don't want the info when I'm sleeping anymore. So you can ask, hey, I would like the answer to such and such, but then don't expect to receive that specific answer. Oh my God, I love that. And I love what you said about dreams. I was getting dumped on with dreams as well. And a friend of mine who's a medium was like, you know, these you're, you're getting messages too. And you don't, it's just static. You don't know how to kind of like translate them yet. And so it's uh, having horrible migraines. And she's like, before you go to bed, you know, what are you saying? And I'm like, well, currently I'm saying, you know, please set the intention for enlightened consciousness to flow through. And she's like, oh, girl, (laughs) she's like, this is it's like Halloween and you're the only house with the light on. Everybody's trying to come through you. She's like, like change that. So now I say, please set the intention for a wonderful night of peaceful rest. Please hold off all messages tomorrow. I will meditate tomorrow and I will open the door then. But tonight I I ask that you protect me in sleep and that it's peaceful. And it really does help. And the nights I forget to say that like out loud, I mean, I probably sound like a crazy person. I have crazy dreams and like weird stuff comes and it's not peaceful. So I love that. Like say it, say what you want. And the biggest piece that I took from what you said too, is just being open. I think so many people are, it's so easy to be closed off, especially right now to these ideas that things can come to you and that it doesn't have to be this hard. You know, everything feels like it's hard right now. Like we're just pushing a big boulder up a hill. And I don't think it has to be that way for you personally. I think you can decide, but I do feel like there's all of these guides and light and ancestors who are trying to guide you. You're not in this all by yourself. And those can come through as little nudges to your point. Grab your notebook, write it down. You know, grandma might be sending you an idea for something that you should follow up on, right? I get a lot of writing ideas like right before I actually fall asleep. So I have a journal that's the handwriting is like, I can sometimes I can't read it. I was like, well, yeah. what, what was that awesome idea that I wrote down? I think also like the winks when you see the clock say yeah. 11, 11 or 222 or all those things, or you're finding feathers or, you know, when a, those birds fly by that you don't yeah. know, or just there's all these little winks. It's so easy to get into the trap of social media and 24 hour news and the world is against you and everyone hates everyone and you're evil if and no, you're evil if. That's just, this is actually an argument with me and my husband. He's like, the world is this way. How do I live it the way you do? Because he wants to prepare for something worse, right? And I was like, well, if you're always preparing for the worst, you're not being able to appreciate what is. You have to be here and now. And aren't we married to to like balance that out? And that being said, like I've been through some terrible things in my life. I've lost my home to a fire and earthquake. Mm -hmm. I have like all sorts of crazy, terrible things, but they don't define you, Right. right? They affect you and then they inform you, but they don't have to define you. So like if you're finding yourself in your career and you're like this, I'm being defined here in a way that isn't suiting me, that isn't me, or I'm becoming what I hate. It might be a really good time. That's your cue. That's the world sending you messages that something's not right. And I would never advocate to get up and leave a job. That's crazy. Let's not do that. But honestly, careers right now are kind of open. Right. So many people are looking for people. So you might be able to find better instead of recreating a dynamic where you're less than not thought of whatever, or you put so much pressure on you. What if career looked different? Or what if you made more time for what you do love? Like 
you know, you can be an intuitive. It doesn't mean you're doing it for a job. Maybe you're exploring it and it brings you joy. Yeah. I dance. Dance brings me joy. Can I do it like I did when I was 20? No. Do doesn't I matter. Love it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I yeah, love that. that. I think you're right. And right now is a wonderful time. It does feel like a bit of a splitting, if you will. The separation that's happening feels painful right now, but it could also be good. It could be this wonderful time for you to... I, I'm on social media, but I... I a lot of times ask clients to kind of go on a diet of like what you're feeding your brain. And if you can find wonderfully high vibe content creators on TikTok and Instagram, which you can, like follow those yep. people. You don't have to give up Instagram, yep. but you know, follow some people that make it makes you feel inspired or it makes you feel good after seeing it versus going down the materialism rabbit hole, you know, or perfectionist rabbit hole that really isn't going to make you feel good about yourself. You can still utilize those tools, but at the end of the day, if you're feeling a nudge to start a business or something like that, I mean, I agree, maybe don't, you know, throw deuces and burn the boats and leave your job right now, but like make a plan to get out that you yes. you're suffering. I, I'm constantly shocked and saddened by the amount of suffering people accept in their lives. And it doesn't have to be that way. If you can be open and receptive to intentions and ideas that come, and then you're willing to act on them, even if they're baby steps, right, Holly? Like, hundred, you're going to have this wonderful wind at your back that is coming from spirit or is coming from a higher power, whatever you want to call it, that can help help you move along, but you have to make the decision that you're not going to put up with the shit yeah. you're putting up with right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. yeah, I, I, my other thing is like, I'm on Instagram. Actually, the, the one I'm on the most, I'm sort of on TikTok, but it, it's yeah, just my, I love it. it's my giggles. Yeah. It's like, wait, I'm going to hold this up. We just found him <gasps> on the street and rescued this little kitten. So like, he's on my lap going nuts, but it's flooded with pictures of this kid because his personality yeah. just cracks me up. But like, I think people forget the joy of volunteering. Yes. Right. Like when you help someone else, like sincerely help and not just throwing out the money. Right. Bless you. If you have the money, go to town. I'm not saying that. But when you physically show, show up. up, you have to show up. You have to show up in your own life and other people's lives and not out of obligation, but because you're making a choice. Yeah. And then that's, again, the anxiety back to that part. Like you're in anxiety because you haven't decided. Once you make a choice, we can make a plan. Yeah. And it could be a three-month plan, a six-month plan, a three-year plan. I have, I have no say in your life that way. I have no agenda for you. So however fast you need to yeah. move with you, you have four months. Let's make right. a plan. And then it's for you to carry it out. Yeah. And whether it's with a book or an online course or a coach, it feels really good to invest in yourself. Honestly, like a lot of people will shy away. It's like, oh, that's tuition for a child. You know, everything kind of gets broken up into mm -hmm. this, what else I could use this money for. You're here at one point point in time. And I hate to break it to you. It's my belief that you chose to be here at this time and manifest in Me this too. exact physical body and be surrounded by some of the large influences that are in your life. And so everybody wants to push back on that and wish things were different. There's a reason you're here right now. And maybe it is to be of service. And that's a wonderful, I, I ask that question in meditation a lot too, like, how can I be of service? And that's a wonderful open-ended question that you can get insights with. But to your point, like, if you're not going to do it now, like you might as well just go sit on the beach somewhere and just call your life. You know, you're just going to kind of coast the rest of it. You're here to do stuff. It can be really fulfilling. Yeah, and it's not scrolling. Exactly. 
it's not scrolling. I think they just, it just popped in my head again, like even a beginning meditation, if you can't imagine just to o- being open to receive, like this is one of those in my book too. It's like, you, it's a pretty basic meditation, more than one person teaches it. Sometimes you just need to hear it from a different voice. But so many people like coaches and me healers, like we get the same messages. It's just, you need to find the person that it that it lands for you. But one of my favorite meditations is like, you know, you get quiet, you can have your music in the background, light a nice candle, and just like close your eyes and imagine you're walking into a quiet room and see what the furniture looks like. And then go to that, there's a mirror on the wall and walk up to that mirror and tell me what you see and tell me if that person's smiling at you because dollars to donuts, it's always going to be a guide or your highest self. And they're going to look at you with love and compassion and give you grace. Because I know I can look at the mirror and be like, well, I got a pimple on my chin this morning. And now this, this, that instead of being like, Holly, I love you. Right. Like who's doing that? I don't know. That, that even makes me uncomfortable. I'm not even at that level where I can do do that. It's the best Mm. way. Do it at night. Do it at night after you say, give me clear, whatever. And then just say to yourself. Yeah. The, I, I, do you think mirrors are portals it. at all? I have asked some other people this, but I, oh yeah, I got a whole mirror thing. Okay. I think creepy. mirrors are portals as well. Mine has actually got a, a blanket over and it. And creepy old dolls are portals for bad things. Really? <laughs> oh shit. Oh yeah, man. Um, creepy old dolls. This house used to have one, but I saged it hardcore. I think saging and Palo Santo, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing. Yeah, Santo. like I do the yeah. the blessings. I think it's really good to set an intention for your space, for your office, right? If you have a really bad conference call with your boss, things aren't going well, sage that shit, like get it out and then bring in the good. I think that it is, again, you're making a decision. I don't want this space to feel heavy anymore. So I'm going to do this. Yeah, I, sp- I spray my bed every night. So I don't always burn stuff just because the yeah. smell gets too much. So I love Zoom mist and I like eucalyptus and I just, and like, I have a client who keeps sending me pictures of her kid in the car. Wait, what is the mist besides eucalyptus? What <gasps> Zoom. It's Zoom. So that's the brand, Z-U-M. Okay. I would get, it's right out. I okay. can show you one. So Zoom is, I love the eucalyptus, high vibing. I usually put a piece of selenite in the jar, yes. in the bottle. And that way it's super extra clearing. And so for me, I don't want to bring anything negative, anyone else's energy to bed. Oh my God, I love that. So do you believe in uh, charging your crystals under a full moon and cleansing them? Oh yeah, baby. I'm in salt though. You got to salt. What do you mean you got to salt? Tell me more about this. I don't know about this. Oh yeah. So to clear crystals, except for selenite, because look, I have my piece right here. Oh my God. So I have it. There's a selenite's high vibration. It's I see see your salt lamp. lamp. It's not lit up today, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see it. The, um, so mine breaks okay. a lot. So I yeah. like to share my pieces. I'll break them and just give them to clients. So that doesn't need to be cleansed because it's it does it itself. But Jasper, I forget the name of this. I have oh like God. whatever all around me. Oh, this one starts with a C. See, I'm so bad because I forget their names. And that one I used to help. So me. for people who can't see this, get you some crystals. I feel like you oh, have to get them from a reparable, um, yeah. like source though. Yeah. I love, I I got some crystals for my daughters that are on there. It's rose quartz crystals and they're little trees, you know, and they're like the little crystal trees and we bless them. And, you know, my husband probably looks at us side-eyed, but you know, we had the harvest moon the other night. And so it was like, get the crystals. (laughs) We brought them all out. The the harvest moon freaks me out. It freaks me out. It has such a bizarre effect on me. So for me, that one is The dreams were weird. 
but I, I don't know. I'm hoping it charged the crystals with good stuff. Maybe I'll sage them. Um, but how do you do salt? Yeah, okay, wait, let me tell you. So the salt. Okay, so put it in a glass, okay. clear. Put your crystals in there and then just put like salt, right? Like morning's yeah. table salt. That's cleansing. And so sun or moon, if you do both, it's two different vibrations. Sometimes it fights. So you just set your intention. To, What's and the then moon vibration? Let it clear in that. It's just more, um, in theory, more divine feminine, but it's like, it's, you know, dark and not sun. Doesn't mean Got it's it. negative. It just is a different okay. mood. But if we really just want to. I call it okay. a mood. But salt, and then you just dunk it in there. You let it sit for a while. I just, I sit until the next morning. Oh. I leave it out there or in the window. So it's in the moonlight, sunlight all day. And then just dump the salt in yeah, through it. Just like I believe, huge believer in salt baths, but not everyone has a tub that they can yeah. sit in. You don't have to spend a bajillion dollars. You can just get Epsom salt, Dr. Teal's giant bags, like six bucks. It lasts yeah. forever. But I do this every day. I mix salt. I take salt into the shower with me and put it in my liquid soap and I scrub. Oh my God. Holly, these are amazing. Thank you. Like easy, easy tips. Like I, I, I like actionable things that are easily done, but you'll see results. You'll see results. And that's the whole point. Well, I might ask you to, and maybe you have resources on your website. I'm going to ask you to kind of share where people can find more information than obviously about your book. And if this kind of stuff is in your book too, but if you have any like noted resources that are called out as far as like where to buy like your crystals, I always feel like that's really kind of hard. I have a go-to, but I'm never... Where are you in the world? Like where I'm are in you? Southern California in Laguna uh, in oh, California. Okay. So there's lots of like shops and stuff around here. And I feel like you have yeah. to, it's good to, if you can hold them and feel the energy. But for people that might be in like Iowa or something where there aren't, that it aren't, it isn't as plentiful. Um, where do you suggest? I think Etsy. Yeah. Etsy. Okay. So here's my thing about crystals. I am a huge, huge believer that if you're drawn to it, it's meant yeah. for you. So you don't need to know the difference between lapis and amethyst and yeah. what a bloodstone looks like. And why is it green if it's called bloodstone? Like you don't need to know all yeah. of that. Um, I think you are being intuitively guided yeah. to that stone. But if it is in a store or coming, like I ordered I got this, it's citrine. I got that from Etsy yeah. because to me, there are smaller shops yeah. and I want to kind of support that, but you got to clear it before you wear okay. it. Okay. Oh my God. Good to know. Because otherwise all those people who have touched it. Imprinted their energy. You're taking that on. You're, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, have you ever been, I know because time thing, but have you ever walked into one of those like woo-woo stores and they have the pendulums like hanging on a tree. So my favorite thing to do, and I love doing this with my kid because it freaks her out. I'll just walk up to the tree. And I'll put my hand out and I'll say, show me yes. And the whole tree will start to swirl. Like every pendulum will move. Next time you do that, make and a then, video. Um, okay, okay, I will. But I'm like, but pendulums lie to me. So I've never used one, but I love. You can make it move. I know I could too. You could totally. I can make a uh, flame get still and grow and um, shrink as well, which is fun to do. That's fun to do with a candle. You can do that, especially if you have the ceiling fan going and then you can still still the flame. <laughs> That's solid. Um, but this is kind of fun. I think to your point, people might be listening. And they're like, whoa, now they're talking about crystals. It's going a little too far. But I think it's being open. Just be receptive. Even those nudges of the synchronicities in, you know, 1111 or this or that. So many people just want to brush that to the side and say, it doesn't mean anything. It's a coincidence. But what is the downside of believing or being open? There's so much potential upside. And it can be so comforting to feel like you're not in this alone. 
you are part of something bigger. We're all connected. And so that would be the thing I would want to close with is just stay open, try to believe if you can, even if it's in the little things or starting to sage or use crystals or meditation, what's something that you'd love to leave our listeners with kind of a final thought? Yeah, I would like to, I would like everyone to know that help from things that you can see, or maybe things that you don't know is not limited to a religious belief, right? Love is love and messages and guidance and support come from all sorts of things because the limitations aren't on the other side. I love that. So great. Where can listeners find more information about you, Holly Hughes? Oh, thank you. My website is hollyhughesintuitive.com. On that page, I have a My Favorite Things, which has the Zoom Miss Palo Santo and all that there because I love Wonderful. it. Um, and I'm on Instagram, Holly Hughes Intuitive. Everywhere on the planet, I'm basically Holly Hughes Intuitive YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Wonderful. Instagram is the most active. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time and your insights and your wonderfully warm, clear, vibrant energy with us today. I'm sure people who are even just listening and not watching the video recording are going to feel inspired to tap into their intuitive side. So thank you very much. Thank you. 